All right. Hi, everybody. It's Courtney and Jaya. We are here with another episode of our mini podcast, Reality Check. This is take two, which should just be the way life is right now. We're trying this again. Uh, <laughs> Reality Check is our mini podcast in which we talk about a practice called Five for Fuel, which is where we ask ourselves three questions every day <laughs> and try to spend like five minutes answering those questions, just thinking about them, jotting some notes down, uh, whatever, whatever. So Jaya, what are these yes. three magical questions? All right. So the five fuel questions are, what are my body's unmet needs and how do I know? How have I supported my body in the last day and how do I know? And then based on today's reality, how can I best support myself moving forward? And then we sometimes talk about an anchor point and we sometimes talk about a food, <laughs> but that is mostly for reality check and not required in the questions. <laughs> sometimes we talk about food. Ah, yes. Uh, yes. Okay. All right. So how have you done with this? You've had a wacky week. I've had a wacky week. It's like, um, I've been dealing with two things. One is that I've been like feeling really, really tired at the same time every day. Like not the kind of tired mm. that you're like, oh, wow, I need more sleep. Like a very different kind of tired. And I know yeah. I had like a gluten incident and maybe also I'm fighting some virus. Or if you look at my Google searches, I definitely have a couple of new autoimmune diseases. <laughs> self-diagnosed and so (laughs) I um like I really was like I I need a new doctor and I am this is what I have and uh, it's so obvious anyway (laughs) and for me this is what's funny is like most people be like that's terrifying and I'm like it brings me so much relief (laughs) because then I'm like I hit the target I found the thing it's now Package oh, up. I yep. I don't even feel the burden of like, oh wow, you have another disease. I'm like, <laughs> yay! You're like, wow, I've solved the problem. The end. <laughs> um, yeah. So then, on top of that, I'm getting ready to leave <clears throat> tomorrow. By tomorrow, I actually mean five. I mean three a.m. in the morning, like tomorrow. So like, it's a little choppy in my brain. It's really getting, today, yeah. <laughs> It's really today. So today is that, so it's been, it's been like all the things you have to do that take up a lot of time, but then in order to do the things that take up a lot of time, you have to do other things that take up time. So then it just ends up being like, you know, you're just going to be an instant pot of like pressure for 48 hours. It's just going to be instant pot pressure. And that's where I am. And so along with that, I'm navigating like kids needing to be everywhere and I thought Wyatt had was sick yesterday maybe she is I don't know anyway so (laughs) the point is food let's see ask myself the first question unmet needs I think um I think I hate to say it's unmet need but I definitely need time but also I definitely definitely need to make sure I start putting on my phone during these moments, an alarm that says, eat the food, drink the Mm -hmm. water. Mm -hmm. I'm just like finally getting to that point. And I think I've been here before, but when I'm in this pressure cooker and also dealing with going to visit family, which just regresses me to like age seven, 
I can't do it better. And we've talked about this a lot, but like, I'm at that point where I'm like, oh yeah, you're just going to have to set a timer and remind yourself like it's drinking water time. It's snack time. Because I started to wonder, maybe that's the exhaustion I'm feeling right around three o'clock. It's actually my whole body's like powering down. It's like, Mm -hmm. there's nothing left here. So yeah, time and also unmet need is regularity with hydration and food before I get like, so past the cues. Yeah. Um, how do I support myself? Well, last week I totally took naps and because of our free time challenge on Saturday, I just did what I wanted to do. And I didn't put a lot of like stuff into it. I just like, I don't know. It was a really good day, but I definitely took naps three days in a row. That was super Mm -hmm. supportive. And that felt really, really important. I'm not Um, sure I support myself with food. Yeah. And then moving forward, gosh, I just had the like solar plexus pain, which is like, I need, I really need to pay attention to the fact that walking into a family dynamic for me comes with like pings and grinding on my nervous system that Mm -hmm. I'm not even conscious of. And I can be mentally healthy, spiritually healthy, physically healthy, and, and very aware of the dynamics. And still like my nervous system is is like being pinged constantly. Mm -hmm. And, and that overrides everything else. Like all the other things feel like the thing that can catch me, but they don't prevent it from happening, which I Mm -hmm. now finally in my forties, I'm like, Oh, I always thought like, if I get healthy, I'm not going to be bothered by those things. But now I'm understanding health just equals like awareness. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, okay, I'm here and I have a different way to respond to this but I'm not going to be okay with it all. Right. So yep. that's my moving forward is I can't wait to be out of Houston. I can't wait to be in the East. I can't wait to be near water. And also I'm about to head into something that is extraordinarily difficult on so many levels because of my family dynamics. So um, I'm just going to try to know that. <laughs> Yep. So I guess my your point would be know yourself, number mm-hmm. one. Um, yeah. And also not being afraid of like food is weird with my family and bodies are weird with my family. Oh. And <laughs> so like, and you're at the beach and like, there's just a lot of stuff. And, and, the, and the way we all, my siblings and I handle our kids and food is so different. Like I'm my kids eat whenever they want to eat and there's no like snack restrictions and like, yeah, two bites. And then I don't live like that, but that isn't the same for everybody in my family. And so I just need to be aware. Like this is a, this is from all sides of the situation a lot on my, I, oh, that, yeah, I, I'm like speechless. I, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) the fact that you are, are going ahead with this is mm-hmm. is like you're a superhero as far as I'm concerned because I definitely have pretty much cut off family members for some of the <laughs> some of yeah. those things just around like no I I'm not gonna subject myself to talking about bodies and diets around our kids like and it's so 
it's shocking to me how, it, well, okay. It's not shocking to me that it happens. It's shocking to me how horrendous it is once you have an awareness of it. Do you know what I mean? Oh like, my God, it's so yes. the water we swim in. And so before yeah. you're aware of it, you're just like, oh yeah, let me tell you all the things I hate about my body. This is what we do. And then the kids, yeah. you know, we think the kids don't care, aren't listening. They totally are. Now it's like, it just grinds against, it's yeah. like, it's like sandpaper on my face. And I'm just like, no. I have to move away from this for myself, but especially for my kid. Anyway, I'm ranting. No, it, it's, <laughs> it's exactly that. And for me in particular, our family, we don't, no one's like that. It's not like a diet culture kind of environment overtly. Yeah. It's a right. very, very restrictive environment mm-hmm. around pleasure. The idea of like, how dare you take up space? How dare you enjoy something without feeling badly about it? And not just food. I'm talking everything. There's like restraint yeah. and repression everywhere. And yes. it's like, and then there's this very quiet judgment of bodies and not mm-hmm. like and yeah, if I'm really honest, like my dad is like super fat phobic and mm-hmm. has no filter, but it's so deep. Like I've been describing, it's like a, a limb in my body. Like I have to be like, oh, I was raised fat phobic and I probably in myself am desperately afraid of that in my own body without even knowing that I'm afraid of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But, it, but the kernel of it is very much like this refusal of pleasure. And Mm -hmm. that is so hard to be around because it just is everywhere. And there's some sadistic stuff that went on in my childhood. I say Mm -hmm. sadistic stuff like gently, but like it was very, very sadistic. Mm -hmm. Like how can this person survive with not enough of anything? Let's watch, let's pull off a limb of the insect and see what happens was my childhood. So yeah. And then going into that when everybody has kids and like everybody's older and grandparents, it's just like, oh my God. So yeah, now that we're saying this, yeah, I'm actually so grateful. I could, I could cry because I don't think I really knew how stirred up I was um, until yeah. we talked about it. And now I feel like that release of like, oh shit, but not like, um, I don't know. Anyway, I'm glad we're doing this. Sorry, this took up a lot of space, but um, wow. No. <laughs> anyway, no. yeah, your turn, Jaya. <laughs> uh, um, well, let's see. I just, I just like got lost in a weird memory of <laughs> <laughs> of going to going to a wedding. This was pre-pandemic. Going to a wedding and seeing my uncle who everyone in the family loves. He's a doctor. He's like, he's Sikh and he's very spiritual. He's just like, he's like the good one in the family. And he Mm -hmm. had, he had been like working out a lot. And at the time I was like, I was like pretty lean and pretty muscular from my own stuff. And like, I just looked kind of different. And he came and talked to me and was commenting on my body in ways that like he thought, Mm -hmm he thought Mm -hmm. like, wow, you know, you're going to appreciate this. And and this uncle has never been creepy ever. And it wasn't even creepy, but I left this wedding and I cried the entire way home. 
because mm-hmm. he thought he was complimenting me, but all I could hear in any of that was like, wow, you're finally mm-hmm. acceptable or something like that's that. The word was, I was, that's the word the, I was thinking. It's, finally. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. Yes. It's the way that like compliments mm-hmm. are often just like a hidden way of people finally saying what they criticized about you when they weren't saying it. <laughs> yeah. 100%. And uh, anyway, I'm sorry. I just thought, yeah, that was like a yeah. special moment in my life when I realized like, oh, let's not comment on people's bodies. Even when we think we're being nice. <laughs> Never just don't do it. Yeah. Instead try, huh? How's your life going? Yep. <laughs> um, what you thinking about? What are you reading? Yeah. Well, clearly this reality check, we had to, we had to process weird family body comments. Um, But I will quickly, (laughs) I will quickly talk about my reality check this week, which has been pretty simple. My need has been to pause and get help (laughs) because I have been spinning and spinning and spinning about various body things, Um, pain, ongoing, intermittent, different spots. It's been a mystery and very frustrating. Um, And alongside that, food like nutrition actually because I have not the thing I've been I've been spinning and spinning about the body stuff and like oh which exercises should I do or not do and like which release work should I do and what is aggravating it and all the painkillers that I need to take and I have not been thinking at all about what the heck have I been eating and drinking (laughs) I know (laughs) and how might that help and, you know, mm-hmm. I think that I have not, I think I've actually been under fueling mm-hmm. and that that has been a huge factor under fueling yep. and not hydrated enough. But unfortunately, the, the, the nature of this pain where it is in my hip and my pelvis, it makes me feel like coochie, which makes mm-hmm. me feel not hungry. It's just such a thing. Yep. So yep. it's been interesting. And this week I was just like, I am done trying to solve this. I'm not doing well with it. And, um, and I did, I supported myself. I contacted a physical therapist that I trust um, through a friend of a friend and, wow. uh, and I'm going to see her. I actually have to see her like outside of insurance in order to not have to wait like four months. <laughs> It's ridiculous. You're like, yeah, yeah, finally I'm ready for Yay, help. Like, see you next yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, so I'm going to do one appointment and just see how that goes and we'll take it from there. Um, but I feel yeah. really, really good about that. I feel like that is a type of support that I've probably needed for like three years. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah. this week was the time that I actually did it. Um and then moving forward, I, I think what I need to do is stop trying to fix my body pain and, and focus more on the pieces I can work on, which would be the yeah. fueling well. Yep. Um, so yeah, I'm planning to, you, I think, were you mentioning a hydration app? Yeah. Reminder apps. I need to, I need to get back on my water minder app because yeah. that works sort of. <laughs> sometimes right yeah 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 wow that body stuff that's for real yeah Mm -hmm. 
Um, and then also I got a giant bag of Jolly Ranchers because I love them. And that has been oh like, my a, God. been like a very oh special my. thing for me. Oh my God. So one of my friends is actually a member here. Uh, she now lives in Denmark. She sent me a care package and, um, a little while ago and she ordered this anyway, long story short, she ordered me my favorite thing, which is jelly belly, jelly beans. Like I oh, love yeah. them so much and mm-hmm. she sent them in the mail and I didn't know because at this new townhouse there's like mailboxes but packages yeah. often get dropped off but so I'm like very slow to the mailbox because who cares right, right. but <laughs> who needs bills but uh <laughs> I finally one day was like I should go check the mailbox I bet it's really cool I go in there and one of her packages for the care package went to the mailbox and it was the jelly bellies and I'm telling you they must have been sitting there Jaya for like a month in Houston heat. Oh, and I was were like, they all melted? No, because they're somehow magically like right. preserved, right? Yeah. But they yeah, were yeah. certainly affected enough to where like I had two handfuls and I was like, something's something's extra about these. Like, yeah. <laughs> they're fermented. I need, <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I need to stop, but it was great for a minute. Uh, oh man. Well, that's good news that you liked that care package because I put a care package in the mail yesterday for my mom and sister who are in California right now. And it was entirely snacks. (laughs) That is the best. I think that's what we should all do. Actually, that should be new new fuel. It's like the program is basically you get care packages and then you have to mail somebody else a care package of snacks. Like it's a a funny thing. It's a funny thing because it's like on the one hand, as I was putting it together, I was like, "This is so (laughs) stupid. They can buy their own snacks. What am I doing?" And then I thought about it, and I was like, "You know, just knowing, just having someone else be like, hey, guess what? I know you like this, or I really like this, and I want you to try it.'" And it's things that people might not buy for themselves too. So I'm just like, "This, this is good. Care packages (laughs) of normal things." In fact, this needs to be our new thing. This is how we're yeah. going to get better. This is how we're yeah. all going to heal from the pandemic and world trauma is like care packages of snacks to each other. Yes, definitely. <laughs> I think we need to do a challenge also called care packages. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, good processing. Thanks everybody for letting me yeah. uh, <laughs> process that real time. Hmm. And yeah. uh, I'll see you all next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.